I'm Ethan Finn. And I'm Chase Sanchez. And welcome to The Think Tank. Welcome back to Think Tank Podcast. I'm your host, Ethan. And I'm your host, Chase. Today on the show, we got to have Dalton Mabry come Mm on, uh, who is a good friend of of Dax Vanderwall, who we had on a few weeks ago. Um, Had a lot of good things to talk about. Uh, Of course, we went back into our conspiracy theory. Yeah, towards the end, you know, I had to get into it a little bit. (laughs) Yeah, you got to spice things up Uh a bit. But um, no, he is super into like editing and like filmmaking and stuff. Uh Um, He has his own YouTube channel. And he's he's just a really uh, you know down to earth pretty good guy and uh, he's got a real passion for sort of uh, creating content online and mm-hmm. you know running programs and stuff to like help people with software yeah which is cool um, and yeah we had a, we had a good conversation mm-hmm. and uh, we hope you guys enjoy this episode yeah. of Think Tank this is our tenth episode oh, ten okay. weeks in okay. baby ten weeks in yeah. uh, so don't forget to leave a five star review if you like what you heard and without further ado. Dalton Mabry. So, Dalton, first, I, I just want to say welcome to the podcast. Thanks for coming on today. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. Excited to do this. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Dax has told us a lot about you. Uh, good things, of course. Yeah. Well, mostly, but yeah. Most, mostly. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and we obviously, we had him on a few weeks ago, but uh, we're excited to have you on, too, to have sort of an interesting, uh, different take on, on sort of, you know, life and whatnot. So... Before we get started, we do have, uh, like Chase mentioned, we do have uh, four questions for you, um, just to kind of get the ball rolling. So, Chase, you want to go first? Yeah. So, like, what is kind of the piece of like advice or like encouragement that you could kind of like tell everyone in the world right now? Like, what is one thing that you, if you could, you would tell everyone? Hmm. It's a good question. Um, we're thinking about this one. Or maybe one thing that has helped you like keep going during these times. Oh, I see. Um, I just think, for me personally, I've no- I've noticed a lot of this kind of smaller stuff in life, just not taking it for granted. Like, the, probably the funnest thing right now that I do is go to the grocery store, uh, mm-hmm. or like return stuff at Target, and I'm able to kind of make that fun and like exciting just because there's nothing else going on, you know? And so I think that really is able to show to a lot of different areas of life and like tasks that we hate doing or don't like to do that yeah. there's most likely always kind of a bright side to it if you can just figure out and look at it through a different perspective instead of just kind of moping and groping in the mundane stuff that you have to do, so. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, cool. awesome. Uh, all right, and then my, my first question for you uh, today is, what is one of your your biggest regrets in life? Biggest regret? Yeah. Ooh. Um, I have a couple big, like, I don't know, not really big ones, but when I was little, um, in kind of like middle school, I would say, yeah. I got the option each, each summer to um, play in like the All-Star League for baseball. Oh, okay. And... I've never, each year, I'd never kind of like took that opportunity because it was always over the summer. And I decided to take uh, like three weeks every summer to go back to Missouri where I was born uh-huh. and hang out with my family. And I did that for probably like three or four years in a row, um, which I don't regret going to see family because I love family. I love going out to Missouri. However, I do wish I was able to experience kind of like an all-star, couple like all-star seasons of baseball. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. Um, I played baseball like growing up all, all through high school and stuff. And so that was definitely something I feel like I missed out on was that at a, at a kind of a younger age. Um, that was one thing. Another one is another regret I have. I think, I guess this is kind of like, not really, it's, it's like sometimes it's a regret on some days and then other days it's not as I didn't really go to like a traditional college. So I went all online. Um, I didn't really have like the college experience, which I didn't really care about, but now looking back, it's like, man, I, I do wish I was able to go to like football games mm-hmm. or kind of like hang out in a dorm room with like friends for a semester and like kind of experience like normal college. So definitely, it's kind of like a smaller one. It's like, oh man, I kind of missed out on that. Wish I would have done that, but yeah, that does sure. that one doesn't keep me up at night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, so my my second one for you is like something super funny or like the funniest moment 
one of your funniest moments that you can remember? Um, uh, th this is hard because I'm not really a funny guy. So I guess I'll just <laughs> do an embarrassing one. But my, so I was at my girlfriend's house like a couple years ago, or she was my girlfriend then, and um, she had these like plastic to-go cups. Oh, yeah. And I thought it was really cool because uh, it, it sounds stupid, <laughs> but I, th I thought it was super cool because it was like a cup you could have like iced coffee in, mm -hmm. and I just thought that was cool because I like to drink coffee and I never, I've never just like bought plastic cups to have in my house. Yeah, and they were perfect. And I was like, oh, like where did your mom get these? And she's like, Smart and Final. So like, like two or three days later, we, she was having like a huge party at her house for some birthday or whatever, uh -huh. and we were all in the kitchen, like the entire family was in the kitchen, and her uncle was. He asked, like, oh, where can I get, a, like, one of those plastic cups, like, to drink out of? And I was like, oh, like, you buy them at Spartan Final. And, like, the entire family was in the kitchen. When I said that, I was like, oh, you buy them at Spartan Final. And he just, like, kind of awkwardly looked around. And he was like, yeah, but I was just looking, like, where can I get them, like, in the cabinet? Like, oh. grab <laughs> and <laughs> I was so excited because I knew, like, where You're to like, buy oh, them. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. And uh, so, so that was pretty funny. My... Her sister, now my sister-in-law, uh, she m makes fun of me for that pretty much. A lot of the times, anything like comes up that's embarrassing, yeah. she always makes fun of that. So <laughs> that was pretty funny. That was pretty good. <laughs> um, and then my final question for you is, uh, what is one thing that you wish you knew when you were younger or just as a kid or whatever that you that you now know? It can be like a life lesson or, or anything. Hmm... I think I guess knowing the importance of just like learning in school school for me was I love learning now but during school it was like I kind of do what I can to pass with like a B or maybe like a low A yeah. but I'm not gonna like stay up and study like that just wasn't my thing and I, I did great in, in high school like it was good but I wouldn't like go above and beyond for school. But I wish I did now looking back of like with this election, this is my first election that I could like vote in. Uh -huh. And I asked like a ton of my friends just like, well, like how does this process work? And recently like Trump's got impeached. It's like, okay, but how is he still like president mm -hmm. if he got impeached? And it's like, well, he, that has to go to the Senate. And so like all of this stuff, like basic stuff you learn probably in high school um, that it was just like, I'm going to do, take a test and then, just get through it. I wish yeah. I actually learned and absorbed that stuff yeah, to be able sure. to understand kind of how the government works, how economics works, stuff like that. Yeah, that's a, that's a good one. I think there's a lot of things in school where the information may seem useless, but like a lot of it is, you know, good, valuable stuff. I mean, when you're sitting there, you don't typically think that you're going to be using it someday. Yeah. But there's a lot right. of stuff that you do use and that is helpful. Um, so, yeah, that's, that's a good one. Um, yeah, so Dalton, we, to our understanding, you have a YouTube channel. Is that right? Correct. Yes, I do. Yeah. Uh, so what kind of, what kind of videos do you, do you upload and that kind of like how often do you upload that kind of stuff? Just kind of give us the rundown. Yeah. So, <coughs> excuse me. I, uh, I started uploading videos in March and a lot of it was cause Dax actually, he did this kind of like 52 week journey thing and yeah. he's still doing it. He's almost done. Yeah. Um, and it was just a way for him to kind of not kill time, but really like observe what he was learning and try and teach it. Mm -hmm. And I thought it was really cool. And I was jealous. I didn't come up with it like myself. I was like, ah, oh, that's a good idea. But, um, and he didn't have like any video experience and he just kind of like rolled with it, which I thought was really inspiring to me. Cause I'm like a video guy. That's all I did through high school. That's what I do now. For sure. Um, and I spent a lot of time kind of learning about technology and new apps. It's kind of like my one favorite hobbies. I don't know if you guys know what product hunt is, but it's a website that, each day new software and companies kind of get released mm -hmm. and you can go like try them out for free and it's really cool stuff and a lot of really neat stuff to kind of make your life easier. I do everything on a computer. So any new software that kind of makes my life a little bit more efficient, I'm always down to try. Yeah, um, totally. Yeah, so I, and then, so this new app came out in like February, it, it like marched, it launched in April, but the beta was still going on in February. It's called Rome Research and it's like this really intuitive note-taking app and I found that there were some tutorials on YouTube, but not really. In, the information was good, but the production quality wasn't very good. It's like pretty low key. You could tell most people didn't really know what they were doing video wise. 
So I basically took the content and spun it around a little bit more professionally, um, just video editing wise, production wise, because that's what I did. Yeah. And I didn't have, I, I maybe had like five or 10 subscribers. This was just a way for me to kind of make fun videos. And then like a week later, I was like at 15 subscribers. Yeah. And then the next week I was at like 50. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this is actually, I have no idea like how this is actually growing, but it is. Uh, and so I started to make more videos on this app called Rome Research. And then I kind of went a little bit wider um, from Rome Research to Notion, which is another kind of like note-taking tool. Started making more tutorials on that. And kind of now I'm in the more kind of general productivity, note-taking kind of habits space. Um, and I upload once a week now. That's my goal. And I've, I pretty much hit it. Like I said, it started in March and I've hit it pretty much every week, yeah. at least one a video for the most part. I didn't do it during Christmas, um, obviously, but for the most part I have, but I'm hoping, I graduate in May, so I'm hoping to do two videos a week. Um, but I'm, yeah, so that's uh, that's kind of what I do on YouTube and it's a ton of fun and I love love doing it. It's definitely probably the most fun I get to have on any fun project throughout the week. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Once you find that like niche or whatever that, that you just like really clicks for you, I mean, there's, it's not work at all really. It's just, it's just a good time. Yeah, just like a hobby kind of. Yeah, just for sure. Yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to. Um, I, I've streamed a couple of times on Twitch, which is a ton of fun. Oh yeah. Uh, I don't. I don't game at all, really. I did when I was little, but not really right now. Yeah. But I might try and pick it up. I don't know, just for fun. But I've been doing um, like stream with me, note taking or reading books. Oh yeah. Um, and it's like I was like, there's no way anyone's gonna watch this. And I I did a couple a couple of times on YouTube and a couple of times on Twitch, just because I wanted to try Twitch. Yeah, just to figure it out. And it's cool. Like uh, people are starting to, like kind of tr- like trickle in on Twitch, but yeah. for the most part, people watch the videos on YouTube of me just like reading a book or like reading articles and taking notes, which is a ton of fun. And it's it's kind of a growth, not a growth hack, but an easy way if work is busy or I can't get a video out that week, it's easy to just pop my camera on and, and stream yeah, for an stream. hour totally. versus writing a script, editing, B-roll, thumbnail, like all that stuff probably takes like six to seven hours a week. Yeah, This takes like an hour and a half maybe and it's a ton of fun so uh yeah that's that's fun too that's kind of like a side thing but. yeah i found on twitch you can pretty much stream like anything i've seen people like stream like making like music beats or whatever it is so like if there was mm-hmm. a game like you said what what kind of games do you think you would you would start streaming on twitch with oh shoot sorry guys someone just fell <laughs> you're good but yeah no that's I didn't, that's interesting. I thought Twitch was only really used by gamers. Yeah, but. that's what it was kind of, I think when it first came out, it because that's when, four, I think that was around eighth grade for me. So was that four years ago? Yeah. Um, and all the, at the time it was just Fortnite was like the only game people played or did pretty much. So that kind of like led the gaming industry, I guess you'd call it for yeah, Twitch. Yeah. But then as that's kind of, died down a little bit people are more expanding and it first started expanding to other games it's like okay it's not only fortnite everyone's like streaming now right and then now it's expanding to many things like music and a bu- like drawing and like a bunch that's of pretty much anything now is it's cool yeah but yeah that's when twitch was i think first i don't know if it was like made then but that's at least when it first like started blowing up and people were using it for sure so it's, yeah it's it's crazy like uh you mentioned like d- drawings and stuff. I was watching some people do some puzzles. Yeah. Um, and I was playing chess y- yesterday just on my, like by myself, but I was like, Oh, that might be interesting to stream. Um, so chess could be cool. And then, like I said, I, I edit videos kind of for work. So it's like, Oh, it'd be really cool to kind of show behind the scenes of how I yeah, edit a video yeah. go from, from cool. zero to scratch. So yeah, totally. So, I mean, that's basically, you just turn the camera on, you just basically do whatever you want. Yeah, pretty much. It's kind of like... Yeah, essentially. That's super cool. Cause, yeah. I mean, you're keeping people interested even by just doing something that might be considered, like, boring ordinarily, which is so weird because there's, like, all these people that are, like, gravitated toward watching you, you know, play chess or whatever. Yeah. It's interesting. It's cool, though. Um, yeah, that's what I found is it's... The, I think the hardest part of it is, like, your commentary... Yeah, you can, that's what I found. Like you yeah. Said, yeah. Especially, yeah. Like, like you said, you can li- you can literally do anything, like at all. It doesn't really matter what you do. It's it's right. kind of how you carry yourself and like what you say, jokes you make. Uh-huh. So, which is it's actually a good practice for me. Um, I'm not like super comfortable in front of groups, like which is why I like doing videos and stuff because I'm kind of like 
hunker down in my corner, film, edit, throw it up there. And it's kind of like just me and my laptop. Um, so Twitch is a good place for me to like practice just like entertaining people, which I think is, it, it's very hard, but it's really fun too. Fun challenge. Yeah, for sure. That's super cool. Um, so you edit videos for, for work. You're, you work obviously at Bayside, right? Uh, yeah, correct. I do uh, manage social media for Bayside. Wow. Okay. Um, and a lot of video um, work is a part of that, but then I also freelance for a couple different clients doing video work and then YouTube. So I love video. Videos, videos, my thing. Yeah, that's that's awesome. Um, what what kind of uh, so so you like manage which social media like do you manage? Are you like in charge of all of them or like like a, uh, just maybe college or? Yeah, so I'm I'm right now managing like Bayside Church, kind of the main social handle. Okay. Um, and then kind of overseeing and helping out each of the campuses, which they really have like freedom to do whatever they want to do. Yeah. Um, but a lot of some campuses have like full time staff members on social, and sometimes it's a lot of like oh they have staff members on the side do it. Mm-hmm. And so and I love just trying to figure out how the platforms work and like working with reels. Um, yeah. that's been fun to, fun yeah. to experiment with and, and test out. So that's been fun. That's awesome. Yeah. So that's kind of a big responsibility. I mean, they're putting you like, you know, at the main man at the head of it all, you know? Yeah. Yeah. The past couple months has been a uh, horrible oh, with really? social because I mean, just like everything going on in the world. Yeah. Oh, it's right. like, yeah. So There's social media place. is the most toxic place. Totally. Yeah. It, like anywhere right now. So that's, that's been a, a hard challenge trying to kind of differentiate that for my life yeah definitely and that's like a bunch of added pressure too for you because then you know you're on that page trying to make sure it like looks professional and stuff and then you have your own page which mm-hmm. you know people can say whatever they want to so yeah exactly that's uh it's gotta be right fun. yeah when i'm doing like my my stuff like i get mean comments all the time on youtube on my page and it's like okay i don't understand why you would comment that but yeah whatever. i see Dax i usually just like Dax too all the time it's oh yeah dax is way <laughs> dax is like 10 times dax worse. is like mine's not even hate like i'm just like <laughs> yeah oh, da- like, dax gets like legit hate mail on yeah. this thing but mine's like you're talking too fast or why is this video so long uh oh so not God. not even not even near dax's it's, but i usually just like heart it and like reply lol but with like bayside <laughs> stuff it's you can't do that, obviously, because you're a brand, you're a church. So uh, you've got to be professional, and it's hard to not make kind of rash decisions when, when you get upset. So Yeah, for sure. That's uh, that's almost more annoying, though, if, like, no, if you, that, get, yeah, if you just get stupid comments because, where they're like, they're like, oh, the, the sound's too bad or whatever. Because well, those like, are things that, like, stick in your head, too, and, like, subconscious. It's like you're talking too <laughs> fast, like, it's too loud. Other than, yeah. like, if someone just, like, hated on you, it's like, okay, whatever, move on. Yeah, when that's it's true. Like, yeah. But it's, when it's, like, little things like that, then that's what you're thinking about, like, yeah. when you go to do your next video or something. Yeah. Yeah, sure. well, well, some are helpful. Like, some people will be like, hey, man, I, like, I really love this video. One note, I think you were talking a bit too fast. It's like, okay, that's great criticism. I appreciate you saying that. That's like super helpful mm-hmm. versus the, the trolls of like, LOL, why are you talking so fast? I had to slow it down. <laughs> yeah. It's like, okay, it's li- like slow it down and pause it. <laughs> like it's literally YouTube. That's what you do. So it's just funny that I'm like, why, why, does, why do you feel like you need to comment that on, on my videos? So it's funny. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's, that's funny. Yeah, so... Um, so like is there any like specific you know youtube videos that you have found to be like the most entertaining to like make over others Mm. yeah i really like making tutorial videos um it's really fun for me to understand or see or find like a new piece of technology yeah and then be able to teach that to people Mm -hmm. For, for the most part just because a lot of people don't know the power of software um like there's a cool uh, there's a tool called Zapier. I don't know if you know what that is or but it's basically um, kind of an API software that okay. can connect like one app to another. So in in layman's terms, you can tell it like when this form is filled out on my website, make a folder in Google Drive and that happens automatically. Oh, okay. wow, okay. Or whatever. And that's like very very basic stuff. Um, and people just don't know that exists and so people running small businesses or entrepreneurs trying to do stuff they're doing everything by hand doing everything manually right and that's where i get to come in and help out and be like no no, no you don't have to move this client from here to there like and it can save like 10 hours a week i think is that's what zapier kind of markets itself as it uh-huh. like says it saves 10 hours a week on average for teams Dang. um 
which is insane. Like that's a lot of time. Yeah. And for a solopreneur, someone doing everything on their own, like not having to to spend five hours a week managing files is going to be huge. Yeah. So I love, I love doing that stuff. Um, those aren't hard though. They're kind of boring to do. It's fun to see and it's fun to like teach people, but they're, they're pretty easy videos to make. Again, that's one of the other ones like, shoot, I need to get a video out this week. What can I do? Oh, I can teach this cool little hack in Notion or whatever. Mm -hmm. It's crazy. But what I really, what's that? I said, it's crazy with the software too, though. Like how it's just getting better and better. Like what you just mentioned, how I could save like the 10 hours a week, like you it's so many things you don't even think about and so many little things that make like a big difference when you put them all together oh yeah definitely yeah and it's cool too because like for me managing workflow with bayside like i'll get teams uh teams is kind of like slack but it's microsoft's version Mm -hmm. so i get like teams notifications of like hey could you make this video or hey could you post this on social Mm -hmm. and i've been able to set up not as good as i want to but kind of like shortcuts to be able to push those messages to teams or push those messages messages to Zapier and then create a task in my task manager. So I see that and I don't have to like manage everything through four or five different apps. It, it's kind of all in one thing. So mm-hmm. it's been a ton of fun to play with, but what I'd love to do and what I'm working on, do you guys know who Matt Diavella is? Uh, I don't, I think I I've, I'm, that name definitely, it I sounds definitely familiar. heard that name. Yeah. But I, I don't know. He's a kind of like a productivity wellness habits kind of like youtuber on um or youtube <laughs> he's got like three million subscribers and he's made a couple minimalism uh, netflix documentaries okay. one just came out like a couple weeks ago but um he he really kind of led the charge for youtube videos taking on a cinematic style a couple mm-hmm. years ago him and like peter mckinnon um there's a couple other people on at the top of my head like uh so like these people kind of led like a new charge of YouTubers, not just being, hey, here's my life. It's like, no, I'm gonna, t- I'm gonna tell a creative story through video on YouTube in a cinematic way. Yeah. And that's what I'm really trying to do, which is difficult because obviously it takes way more time, way more thought and effort, yeah. but I'm trying to weave stories in and, and basically make like a mini documentary in 10 to 12 minutes on a different um, topic or something. So. That's what I'm trying to do, and that's that's the most fun for me. Trying to write the script and see how the story flows, and filming B-roll, editing B-roll, yeah, downloading totally. B-roll, stuff like that. That's awesome. Yeah, what what kind of uh, have you ever like, you know, done a lot of these like documentaries, or even if you didn't post them or whatever? But have you ever like gone out and filmed sort of what that would look like, um, like at all? Um, I haven't filmed much since probably COVID, okay. unfortunately. Yeah. Um, Filming's fun for me. It's not my favorite. I really love editing. Gotcha. Um, okay. Editing for me is, is is the most fun, but filming is cool too. Um, but what I'm doing now, one, one video I'm working on is um, I'm giving away one item or getting rid of one item every day for 30 days. Oh, okay. And this is like a pretty common thing on YouTube. Oh, like really? yeah, I took cold showers cool for 30 days. Oh, yeah. I, um, like I didn't drink coffee for 30 days, which I would never do because I love coffee. But so like I'm doing this and I'm trying to make like kind of a, a documentary of like how it's affecting my life, what I'm giving away, kind of the history of minimalism and why it's become so mainstream in American culture nowadays and really telling this backstory of minimalism and kind of um, cleanliness while weaving in kind of like a personal vlog of me giving away stuff, me driving to the store and uh, like kind of donating this bin and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of the, the video I'm working on now. Awesome. That's really cool. Yeah. I, editing for me is always more fun than, than actually filming it. Um, just, I think the whole filming process is like super tedious. Um, it's fun, you know, I agree, but it's, uh, definitely like when you sit down with all the footage and you get to sort of make it into your own, um, you know, product, that's always the best. Uh, And after editing too, it comes out so much better. Oh yeah. Right. Yeah. So it's like, it makes your film better exactly like, yeah yeah no matter what and it it's, is it's yours too you yeah know? it's like you know you get to you know put move the pieces whatever you want and, yeah and that kind of stuff which i appreciate yeah i'm always i'm always nervous too on shoots because basically like everything goes wrong at some shoot like <laughs> you know we're gonna have a, a perfect shoot which I've, right. I've come to learn but there's you have to manage like so many more people people are asking like what to do and you have to not only think this is one of the mistakes i made early on was i was so focused on the filming and the look and not necessarily the acting and kind of people's film presence and like coaching them on camera. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the videos, early videos I made were pretty cheesy 
and kind of like cringy to watch like you're looking back which they were kind of like early high school videos but still they're pretty cringy just because i wasn't <laughs> i was only focused on capturing great video yeah and not how is this person emotions on their face or body language gonna kind of tell my story and help move the story forward right for sure um do you see yourself like taking the whole like documentary style um, movies like as a career like is that something that you want to pursue long term um it's something that i want to pursue pursue definitely as a career but not um like making professional documentaries or movies i i can't see myself doing that okay um but definitely being like a kind of full-time creator making videos there's two youtubers well they're one youtube channel but they're two kind of best friends um whom i love i really love their videos and their style their names are colin and samir and they're really focused on helping creators kind of understand YouTube and brand deals and all this stuff. And they're just really great storytellers for the most part, which is the thing like that makes you stand out on YouTube. If you can tell a great story, like you'll, you'll do well if you can be consistent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so that's um, their, their channel is really cool. They just kind of got, dive into d- deep dives on culture and what's happening. They've, they've actually made a video on kind of the history of minimalism and, and why it's so mainstream now. And that's something I want to do with Dax. Um, like I keep telling him like five years down the road, just him and I kind of working full time with each other and mm-hmm. creating videos because um, he does YouTube as well. And but he's much more he's much better on camera than I am. Uh, I'm like, OK, but he's like phenomenal. Like he's a he just watching his videos are it makes me feel so bad about myself because he's so good on camera yeah that's one thing um, i noticed like he, he was able just to jump on i'm like this guy it feels like he's been doing this forever when he, and he just started so yeah yeah he's because he's been speaking for so long and he's yeah. really worked at like forming that as a craft which i really admire and he's just and he was just gifted in those skills um and so i keep telling him like he's gonna he's gonna film the videos i'm gonna edit and whether it be like Christian content or kind of like explaining Christianity in like a simple way, helping answering questions, stuff like that is kind of like my dream. Um, but then also just kind of creating videos on my on on the side too of different technologies and kind of business. That's kind of what I love to learn about is startups and tech and business and stuff. So, dang yeah, that's awesome. You guys could totally uh, do that together. Dynamic duo right there is what I is what I think. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that sounds awesome. Uh, so, how long have you have you known have you known Dax? I met Dax um, in 2017, so the first year of Thrive School. Him and I did Thrive School together. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. And so it was about four years ago. Um, and yeah, we just met through Thrive School and kind of understood each other. Like we're I don't know if you guys know like the Enneagram, but him and I are both fives yeah. on the Enneagram. Oh, okay. And um, I've never met another person that thinks so like similar to me and reacts and responds like so similar to me like i'd much rather stay at home and watch a great movie than go out with friends on the friday night and he's pretty much the same way um or read a good book or whatever and i just noticed he was focused on like learning and mm-hmm. kind of developing deepening his faith in thrive school and learning apologetics which is something i was interested about in philosophy too and so we always kind of chatted with each other and that friendship kind of grew and then he moved into the house I was living at um, two, I guess two summers ago now. And uh, we shared a room for about a year, which was a ton of fun and just kind of strengthened our relationship. And he was my best man in my wedding. Um, so That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Super cool. Um, so are you, you're in, you say you're into apologetics also? Yeah, f- um, definitely I was, I mean, for the most part, yeah, not not as deep into it as Dax is. Uh, he's way smarter than I am. Um, <laughs> but when I was in Thrive, it's a lot of what I studied. Okay, yeah, for sure. Yeah, apologetics is always um, super interesting to me. Um, you know, just because I, I think, uh, especially like watching people on YouTube and stuff, uh, hearing how they like formulate arguments and like, you know, points, because I'm not usually good with like those kind of things in terms of like speaking it out in words. Yeah. Um, so like hearing how they say it, oh that's 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 a good way to put yeah, it. Yeah, like, it's like that makes way. yeah, yeah. It's super. They they yeah. make it super easy to do that. Yeah, totally. I I really like um, to hear that like you really enjoy what you're doing because I know that's some, some a lot of people don't and don't have the same don't share the same thing with you or they they hate wake up and they hate what they're doing. So that's awesome to see that's 
kind of the road you're going on right now and that you're with the whole YouTube thing and that's you have your plan pretty much what you want to do in the future and I, I really like that yeah trying to uh, I've, I've learned no matter what how much you plan usually there's an, a curveball coming yeah just around the mountain so hey well just just edit it out you know what I'm saying that's what you gotta do <laughs> you just gotta edit it out yeah it's true for sure did you did you grow up around here um yeah I was born in Missouri oh the, and yeah, moved out okay that's right yeah in uh in Roseville when I was like four so I pretty much grew up in like Antelope and um went to high school graduated from Del Oro oh, so okay. pretty much been in like Roseville the whole time yeah for sure that's awesome um do you like see yourself like staying here after your after you finish Thrive School or do you want to head back to Missouri with your with your family um well I finished Thrive School about, about two years ago now oh, okay um and so now I'm, I'll, I'll graduate in May from like regular college, I guess, SEU. Um, and I don't know. I really want to move to Nashville. Um, yeah, I, I love like that's the move is what everyone's talking <laughs> about right now. <laughs> yeah, I love country music. Um, big country music fan. And Me one too. of my r- favorite radio shows, films, or records down in, uh, in Nashville. And I just think it'd be, it'd be fun to move down there. And it's kind of like you guys mentioned. I'm not sure what you're referencing but for me i know a lot of um kind of tech people and creatives are moving to austin nashville and like center too it is yeah Yeah, it's like like, yeah yeah yeah. nashville Mm -hmm. yeah um and so there's just a lot of like creative energy and my dad um has been there a couple times for work and he said it's he's never been in a more fun city yeah he's been for work he's been in like germany singapore like all these crazy countries and he still says nashville is like the coolest city he's been in that's really cool yeah that's a that's a good a good place for with a lot of opportunity um yeah i think you know yeah like chase said there's there's a lot of people moving there for one reason or another mm-hmm. but uh definitely i mean you could get a lot of um you know good good stuff there with like your whole editing and stuff yeah. i think that's a huge scene there too um for sure no what what do, what do you guys do i haven't don't really know you guys yeah well we're we're at delora right now yeah uh, juniors so we'll be graduating next year. It's, it's been kind of crazy with like the whole um, COVID stuff, you know, being uh, being at home and not being able to do sports and whatnot. Um, but I think things are going to be looking up this year, hopefully. Uh, um, hopefully. I know they just passed something saying that like cross country and like skiing could play for like sports wise. They could do that now. So oh, okay. for like if we're talking about sports. Um, it's anyone's guess still, I would say, but we've moved more into the direction of us being able to play, but at this rate, it, they seem, it seems like they'll clear us like the last week of school, you know, like that's something <laughs> like, all right, we would have been good to play. Right. Um, yeah. and we were supposed to go back to school, um, this week, uh, well, technically next week, but I'm starting Tuesday, but they just canceled that out, so... I was really looking forward to going to school, but <laughs> oh dang! Yeah, I mean, well, so last term we were doing like a hybrid where it was like every other day type of thing, um, which I actually really didn't like that. No, much. it was annoying. It was, like, it was, it was, it was really like, annoying. Wake up late. Yep. Or wake up early. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and so it just it just seems like it's odd. I don't know. I guess the the cases probably went up or something, and then they yeah. wanted to cancel. I think because some I know Roseville High School had to. Uh, stop going to school because they had people like a COVID. Yeah. I know like two people in my, in not in the same class, but like in, in my classes have like typed on the meet. I have COVID <laughs> like, <laughs> like, cause the teachers are asking who's going back to school and they're like, I can't anymore cause I have COVID. Yeah. I was like, Oh, that's crazy. Cause before I, I didn't know anyone that had gotten it. Yeah. And, and then now and like I'm starting like, more people are starting to pop up. Well, and usually they tell you like yeah, that's how many true. cases that the school has. Yeah, yeah. But they didn't say anything, so I uh-huh. figured it was like it wasn't really increasing yeah. for them, but Yeah, it's been it's been tough. Uh, let's see. We both play basketball. Mhm. Um obviously, so you know, sports sucks. You guys right now. Do you guys know Did you say you go to Del Oro? Yeah. Yes, yeah. Okay, so you guys know Nick Carlisle? Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Yep. We had a him and I had a call on a month or Sunday I think it was. Oh, okay. Last week he's a he's a great guy I love him. Yeah, yeah he really is. He's a he's a, I had him he was our uh, frost, did you have him for uh, frost, frost tech? tech yeah. yeah 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 so freshman year our like, te- technology awesome. class, um, and he's just a great teacher. He like he incorporates you know life lessons and stuff. In yeah, there, which I yeah appreciate. definitely. 
Those two stars are always the best when they, and then you come on and they like spend yes. half the block like saying like some like crazy thing. It's like <laughs> applicable stuff that yeah. you can use, especially like with technology because I I'm I'm right there with you. You know, I love that kind of stuff. Um, but yeah, he's he's a good teacher, uh, for sure. Yeah, Frost Tech is where I where I kind of got because it was like two weeks in Photoshop, two weeks in Premiere, yep. like two weeks in yeah, it was like Google Sheets, or whatever. That's uh-huh. where I first kind of picked up Adobe products and just ran with it. So yeah. I love that class. That's really nice because that stuff seems like so crazy. Like, oh, I can never like learn this, and then like they totally get you like on the ground running, and it's like, oh, it's yeah, but familiar it's, now. It's gone yeah. now. Do you guys know that? What really? Yeah, I, I, um, I saw Nick last week at a, oh, a coffee you're shop right. I heard Lumis, about that. Oh, and uh, he's like, yeah, man, they, they took away Frosh Tech. Yeah. And I was like, what? That was, like, the whole reason I am where I'm at today was because of that class. He's like, I know, it's, like, it's so prevalent now, but yeah. for some, I'm not sure why they took it away, whatever, but That's he said they, they did, so. I wonder yeah. if they replaced yeah. it with anything. Because I think there's, like, basic technology standards that people yeah. are supposed to meet. But that's that sucks. I mean, like, you know, kids aren't even know these Google Docs. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, for real. I'm in a um, I so last year I took a, a video production class, and then this year I'm in advanced video production, uh, and that's just a fun class too, because you know you you got to shoot your own. There's like different projects and stuff, so like there's like a music video one, and then there's a mm-hmm. you know whatever fill in the blank, and then you got to edit it and you know upload it and stuff, and that's just the best. Is like Premiere. Premiere is like really there's so much stuff on there like tools yeah. wise to really get you going uh, so yeah. so why did you guys start the podcast that's a good question um i think the reason was because <laughs> this is kind of funny but uh we have a, a friend named billy and we would always watch these like crazy youtube videos and then we would, we would hang out we would just talk about it and we're like you know what? why don't we, re- we just record this yeah we would like there i remember there was um there was a guy who is like who is he? He's the guy that was on Impulsive. He, he was, he's like a retired um, CIA person, or he yeah. worked in Area Fifty One. Yeah, and he was talking about like all this government stuff, and then oh, uh, Bob Lazar. No, it was Jeff Greer. Or yes, something. Greer. Yes, Greer. It oh was, yeah, yeah, yeah. JD Greer. Yeah, 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 yeah. And and super, so super cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was interesting. And then you know Chase called me or whatever, and we were on the phone for like hours talking about it. And I was like. Yeah, we should definitely start a podcast. Yeah, like, this would be awesome. We, there's not, there's no sor- shortage of things to talk about. We could bring on guests or whatever. Yeah. Um, and so that's what we did last week. We actually, there was this whole documentary that Chase had sent me, and mm-hmm. we just sort of reviewed the whole thing. I mean, there's some crazy stuff on there that uh, it's yeah, kind of out of out of my. Uh, there's all the whole rainbow of i of, of ideas, conspiracy and conspir- theories, yeah. and stuff. And so it's just. Did you guys? Did you guys see that article today from the that the Guardian published? No. What uh, was no. It? What is it? The, uh, I'll text it to you guys. The Guardian published, which a publication just saying uh, the CIA released thousands of documents on on UFO. Oh, they geez. basically like declassified all these documents. Yeah. And, so uh, I know on June twenty fifth, I think it's they were releasing the Pentagon was releasing everything they know on UFOs. And like, oh yeah, that, that was in the stimulus bill. Uh huh. Jeez. So yeah, I'm reading this thing right now. I feel like there's a bunch of things that need to be declassified that should like happen soon. Not, not, I mean, I mean, this is crazy. Like I, uh, like all the monoliths and stuff that like were appearing. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, did uh, you guys see that? What happened? No. What, what happened with it? So Dax sent me a video cause I was covering it. I, I do like a daily newsletter. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Well, I, I did for like three months, uh, like a daily Christian newsletter and I was covering that for a while obviously because it was like a fun story yeah but he sent me this video um and these guys made a youtube video because yeah, I saw they, that. they were the they I were the ones one, putting yeah. it out there that's sick oh jeez so what yeah what i happened? for sure thought it was aliens but it wasn't <laughs> no that's what my dad i'm like aliens question mark he's like no nah, no chance hey, joe rogan thinks that the aliens are coming this year dude here's the thing why not you know why not this year right we need we need something he was posting all this stuff on his Instagram, like right at the first of the year. And it was like, it was like in new Orleans, there was a, you know, a bunch of like federal agents pulled up because a UFO crashed into a lake or something like that. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I mean, some of it, well, here's I the didn't thing. Into it they've released much, like film of official UFOs. So it's like, if it's not aliens then some, someone has these like vehicles, you know? 
That's true, yeah. So, which is, like, crazy. It's, like, what's... It's a 50-50 shot right now. It's either aliens or, um... Someone... Some unidentified object that was created that no one can explain or defies, like, what we think are, like, laws. Yeah. Are, are you guys... Uh, I don't know. I assume you guys are, but, like, do you guys go to church? Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, so... If... Uh, Dax and I have talked about this a lot, kind of our friend group, but if, like, aliens, UFOs are like proven to be real like there's a whole nother planet out there like life form intelligent they might even know what you're gonna say just say it (laughs) uh okay like would that like how would that kind of prove or disprove like your faith in what the bible talks about um i think it would here my here's my i'll say my two cents first this is such a good question i love it i think it would in a way contradict it because Mm -hmm. i don't think that so, you know, God created the, as far as we know, to our knowledge, this is the only planet with obviously humans and whatnot. And then sin and the devil were banished to earth. The Satan resides here. So that would mean that another, another, you know, universe, another planet, another galaxy, the beings on that planet would technically have to be perfect, but wouldn't, I mean, I don't know. I feel like that kind of uh, contradicts um, sort of biblical teaching because, I mean, it's never mentioned, right? So, I don't know. I feel like it would. I feel like it wouldn't be possible. Um, for yeah. me personally, um, I kind of the same belief as Elin, as Ethan. It's like, well, because we're trying to figure out, like, because it says and sin entered the world, right? Does that mean it entered like the universe as well, or just Earth? Because it, exactly what Ethan said, if it's just Earth, then technically they would be perfect, like beings. Yeah. But if you look at it from like mathematically standpoint it's kind of impossible for there not to be life in our whole entire but remember, galaxy. Life doesn't necessarily have to mean like sentient beings, like humans. Exactly. Like, for that's example, what I'm saying. Like a plant is life. That's what I'm saying. Like so, yeah. for you to think that there's not even like uh, anything, no life at all. Like, yeah, it's pretty I crazy. I feel like, yeah, that kind of be impossible for us just to be the only ones. And if they were to be proven, I mean, I doesn't really, I'm not going to just throw the Bible in the trash, you know, and say, well, well right. Yeah. But of course, cause it doesn't, Dis, like disprove them or approve them it just kind of brings more questions like it's true. Well, are they perfect like and how does that play with us because like do they have their own kind of story on how like god saves them or whatever because like the bible is for humans and everything well they, they would have to know if they were per- they would have to know exactly god. so it's there's so many questions that arise and it's yeah what do you think about it um yeah i mean pretty much kind of what you guys covered I, I don't think the like if aliens or, or life on a different planet it would disprove what the Bible states because like the Bible is is kind of God's word to us True, but yeah. just because something isn't in the Bible like doesn't mean it like it doesn't explicitly say like Earth is the only thing mm-hmm. like right. out there you know what I mean yeah that's, so that's a good point. I don't know but it would be like well, if this like if these kind of out there for like millions or whatever, how many years? It's like why, why did God keep them separate? You know, I don't know. It's it's That's hard true. question. Yeah. Um, but it's gonna be interesting because, like, atheists and Christians, no one has proven like God's existence to the nth degree, exactly, or disproven. Yeah. And so it's like, well, shoot, if aliens or whatever do are like do exist or whatever, and that's like proven true, like actually like cold hard facts, like aliens are are real. Um, yeah, it would definitely kind of like make Christians and non-Christians be like, holy crap, how do we argue against this and how do we argue for it? Yeah. Or yeah, how do sure. we prove like – that maybe Christianity is, isn't true. I don't know. It's difficult question. I th- I feel like it'd be kind of like evolution in a way. It's like evolution doesn't disprove that like Christianity at all. It it's literally science. Like it's proven that evolution is like a real and things evolve over time. Like yeah, no question. But explain to me how that just all of a sudden disproves like Christianity and God. That doesn't make any sense to me. I mean, right. yeah, yeah, they, yeah. They don't have to be mutually exclusive. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Um, I, I really think that also if, um, if, if there would be like life on another planet, um, 
again, they, they would have to be perfect. So why would they want to come here? Yeah, that, that's like a theory too. Like we've kind of created a theory why they we haven't seen them or met them yet because right, they don't yeah. want any part of us, you know? Right, yeah, you wouldn't, kind of like when you die and go to heaven, like you're not going to be like longing to go back to yeah. earth, which is like, you know, imperfect and broken. You know, you'll be, you'll be in perfection. So it, it seems almost uh, like why would they even want to appear that make themselves known to mm-hmm. us? But th- there again, like you said, I didn't even think about that. Like the Bible is God's word to us. So maybe, yeah, that's, that's why maybe I bring up is like, do they have yeah. their own like sort of like yeah. thing going on that happened to them or like, what's the deal? Who knows? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I saw somewhere and this is sick. Um, so you know how it says like in the end times, the, the moon will turn like blood red. Yeah. So scientists found out that there's this like sort of rock and like metal on the moon that over time it it rusts and turn and turns red so like it totally like is doing exactly what the bible said so yeah. like eventually the moon will turn like blood red because this the like the rock or the metal is like um rusting and it turns red on it rust yeah but that would take for that to happen naturally i feel like it would take like a long time like it would take like thousands maybe millions of years before it probably take millions they they kind of like turn like the it up like they sh- had a picture of it and like made the red more seable okay. and like the whole like the pole the poles were like all red and stuff so it had already like kind of oh, gotten red but then i wondered i'm like well shoot can they like estimate how long it will take then right to, and then because then if like theoretically then you would know when the end times are but i'm like no way god probably wouldn't let that happen because that's kind of stupid you know well yeah no one knows right because no one's supposed to know although maybe it's hidden in plain sight <laughs> yeah or it's, it's like, like... <laughs> well it says 30 <laughs> years but i mean two... <laughs> that's funny yeah but that was just kind of crazy like you see that all the time where it's like stuff pops up it's like well the bible did say that so uh it's another yeah. thing you know right yeah like who, how could you guess that like <laughs> just, it's like you're trying to make up religion. Uh, I'm just gonna throw in moon turns red. Uh, let's throw in right, you know, yeah. something else. Oh, but, <laughs> especially like back then when you didn't yeah. have some science yeah, and technology all, to yeah. like figure <laughs> this stuff out. Um, for sure. Yeah, but I mean, I, I that would de- it probably wouldn't it definitely wouldn't like shake my belief necessarily. Like I wouldn't just be like, oh, yeah. Well, I was lied to. My whole life's a lie. It's time to switch <laughs> to atheism. Yeah. I, I think but, it's one of those yeah. things that kind of doesn't really affect it really. Like it's kind of two different things. It's just. I mean, it's, the question is, like, what happens? Like, then what does that yeah, mean? Yeah, I mean, it also, like, there's a lot of questions we have that we're not going to know until, like, maybe we can, you know, ask God one day. But, like, so that could just be another one where it's, like, we don't necessarily know everything. Mm-hmm. So what? who's to say that we would know about that? So Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, let's see. So Chase, in- interesting, interesting times. We'll see. We'll have to reconvene if uh, in in June. Yeah, we, when we that, definitely those documents. Yeah, I mean, this is, this is the perfect year if they wanted to do it. I would say. <laughs> I, I heard. I don't know. I saw some things that was like people wanted Trump to like declassify everything before he leaves yeah. office, like the yeah. JFK files and yeah. like all this stuff. If he did that, that would be insane. He'd be like the biggest whistleblower in the history. Oh, of totally. But. Um, yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, definitely have to reconvene. Only time will tell, huh? Yeah, it's it's that um. <laughs> It, the the president's book of secrets from a national treasure, that's what it is. Oh, yeah. I don't know if you guys know what I'm talking about, but yeah, for sure. It's, you know the TikToks. It's, it's like president turns whistleblower. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, totally. It'll be it'll be interesting. I think. I mean, it could totally like change everything if stuff gets declassified. Certain things get declassified. Yeah. Like, there's I know there's like a lot of stuff within the government that like they don't want us to know. Yeah, it's just so much. It's where to even start. And so, like, if they were to even expose any of it, I don't know. I feel like it, w- it wouldn't get very far. I feel like there are people who are trying to keep things covered up. Yeah, I saw, I read in that article you sent me that it was like the way they put it together. It was all like messed up and it was really hard to like read. Interesting. So oh, like yeah. the way they put it, they kind but, of just threw it all together and didn't explain what was what. So it's like yeah, you yeah. have it, but it's all it's a big puzzle of what is. Yeah. What. True. Clever, clever guys. I, my <laughs> uncle worked for the CIA, and uh, when I was little, I always asked him. I would always watch like X Files and stuff. Yeah, oh, those yeah. are still and, uh, on. I love them. <laughs> oh yeah, and uh, I was I was convinced aliens are real, and uh, I was asked him like whenever I saw him, I was like, "Hey, his name's Uncle Butch. That's what we call him. Uncle Butch, are aliens real?" And he was like, "I'll I'll, I'll come show you, but then I have to kill you afterwards." So <laughs> that uh, makes me believe that he's hiding something. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Yeah, the man. I we have a 
um, a family friend of ours, he, he works for the FBI right here in Roseville. Um, and he, he can't like yeah, talk about anything sucks. and he's not even, he's not like an agent, you know, he's not he, even, he, he's not like out in the field. He's just, he works, you know, in, in an office, but, but like you can't, you gotta be, it's like super secretive mm-hmm. government yeah. jobs are, I mean, you're, you're set for life. You got benefits forever, but like yeah. <laughs> you're, uh, your life that's gotta be one of the hardest things is like it's like having told a thousand secrets and it's like all right yes don't say anything i feel right i don't know if i'd be able to do it i couldn't do it i would have to tell someone and not even intentionally but it would just come out yeah because it's just like but what if it was like something like like aliens and it's like if i was it like i want to tell you so badly you know that's true just to tell you like oh like he needs to know because you're always like well are they real or not like you know yeah i know it's a tough one um for sure well is that it anything else i think i think think we got what we need here i mean we got a lot of good stuff um cool and hopefully if uh if uh some aliens do make themselves known to us and take us captive we'll uh we won't be able to do this podcast anymore but maybe we can reconvene (laughs) yeah i'll uh i'll I'll make a documentary yeah Yeah. you should that'd be awesome (laughs) it's like day three of (laughs) whatever yeah yeah exactly (laughs) that's for that's super that's funny uh, so Dalton, where can people get a hold of you? Um, Socials or yes. Yeah, so uh, I'm mainly active on Twitter. Pretty much spend a lot of a lot of my days there. Uh, just Dalton Mabry, and check out my YouTube channel, which is YouTube.com/slash Dalton Mabry, uh, and that's it. Awesome. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll link those below in the show notes. Everyone, subscribe, follow, For drop sure. a like. Drop a comment. There you go. Yeah, leave us a five star review if you drop like. Drop a drop a hate comment if you want. Don't drop a hate comment. <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell us we talk too fast. Uh. Um, for sure. Well, Dalton, thanks for coming on the podcast again. Um, as as always, we say with most of our guests, you're welcome back anytime. Yeah. Um, and yeah, that's all we got for you guys. Sweet. This was fun. Thanks, yeah. guys. Yeah. Of course. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Think Tank. If you like what you heard, subscribe and leave a review. Follow us on Instagram using a link in the show notes. Our intro and outro music is recorded by Corbin Finn. See you next time.